0: We are live on this one. I don't know what happened with the other one is the problem. So Are we live you are live <laughs>
1: All right. I guess we're live. Hey, everybody. It's Eric from Barrel and Hatchet. And thank you for checking out another Hatchetcast podcast. And this is our second live episode. So thank you for tuning in. We are doing live episodes every Wednesday at seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So thank you for joining us. Make sure you go into the Super Chats and text us any of your questions that you may have. We will be answering all your Super Chats at the end of this episode. Also, make sure you subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, help us grow the channel. We're a new channel. And also check out our other uh, social media channels that we have. We also have the Barrel and Hatchet main page, but we're going to go ahead and go right into the intros. Chris, we'll start with you.
2: Hey, I'm Chris. Uh, Happy to be back on the podcast.
1: Um, So brief history about
2: me, been in the teaching industry for about 10 years before this, and then as of right now in the health and fitness industry as a gym manager currently in the Lakeland area. So happy to be, be back on. Nice.
3: And my name is Dan. I'm the official tattoo man of Barrel and Hatchet. I do tattoos over in Brandon. And that's pretty much it.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, nice. Real quick, Eric, oh, before yeah. you do that. Uh, so if you guys are obviously watching, we had a little bit of a glitch there. For whatever reason, this is our first time doing a live stream. So we had a little bit of a glitch. So there's probably two links up there. So hopefully you guys come over to the new one. Yeah, maybe <laughs> but, you can
1: go. Yeah. If they if you guys check our text on the Super Chat and let us know if yeah. we are good or if you guys can see us, that would be very helpful. So I guess we're going to get started with an article. And uh, this is from your favorite newscast, uh, Chris, CNN, uh, CNN Business. So, <laughs> all right, here we go. Tekra Carlson is in Russia to interview Putin. He's already doing the bidding of the Kremlin. Awesome. Not biased at all. Tucker Carlson's interview with Vladimir Putin hasn't been, bo- been posted online yet, but he is already doing the Russian authoritarian's bidding. In a video posted to X announcing the sit-down Tuesday, the first interview Putin has granted with a Western media figure since his full-scale invasion of Ukraine two years ago. Carlson predictably and dishonestly villainized the press. The right-wing extremist, who has lauded autocrats in recent years, claimed English-speaking outlets are corrupt and lie to their audiences, a disseminate propaganda of the ugliest kind. Projection much? I feel like I'm literally just propaganda. As his exposed example of manipulative media behavior, Carlson accused journalists of engaging in fawning pep sessions when interviewing Ukrainian leader Vladimir Zelensky, who the former Fox News host asserted he would like to earnestly sit down with, but once likened to a rat. At the same time, our politicians and media outlets have been doing this, promoting a foreign leader like he's a new consumer brand, Carlson said. Not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. While technically true, Carlson is lying by omission, the very thing he accused the Western press of doing in the video he posted online. It is true that no Western journalist has interviewed Putin since the onset of the war, but it isn't for a lack of trying. The actual reason is quite simple. Putin has declined to grant access, a fact that should make it all more obvious as to why Carlson, of all people, has been welcomed into the Kremlin palace while others have been denied. Does Tucker really think we journalists, journalists haven't been trying to interview President Putin every day since his full-scale invasion of Ukraine? CNN's Christian Amanpour, Am, <laughs> whatever the name is, radically remarked upon seeing Carlson's claim, it's absurd. We'll continue to ask for an interview, just as we have for years now. Even Putin's own spokesperson, Dmitry Peskov, said Carlson was outright wrong on the matter. Asked on Wednesday if no Western journalist has attempted to interview Putin, Peskov said, no, Mr. Carlson is wrong. Actually, he can't know that. We receive a lot of applications for interviews with the president. Peskov hinted at the reason that Carlson was selected, saying he was in a position that's different from the rest of Western media. Meanwhile, as Carlson implied that U.S. news organizations are not interested in telling the Russian story, the Wall Street Journal's Evan Gerskisich sits in prison for doing precisely that. Putin has not only declined to participate in the interviews of free press, but over the past two years has waged a war against the media, locking up journalists, finding big tech companies for hosting fake information, blah, 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 blah. All right. What are your thoughts? Is that an opinion piece or is that just
2: factual air quotes? To be honest, at this
1: point, I don't even know anymore. And it says this is an analysis by Oliver Darcy at CNN. So, I mean, at this point, like, it. What news organization from the mainstream side actually puts out actual just unbiased facts on any issue uh, to well, include Fox? Well, t- I mean, I, that, Tucker Carlson. So
2: to your point, that's why Tucker Carlson was selected by Putin is because he knows that Tucker Carlson is going to ask questions, fair questions that people actually want to know. Yeah. Um which I don't even I don't even believe that's true. Like they could say that oh we tried and tried and tried to get an interview with Putin and never got one. CNN's lied before, so we can't really trust their track record. Just a little background. So Tucker actually tried to get an interview with Putin multiple different times.
1: I think it was last year on Fox. Yeah. yeah.
2: Fox wouldn't let him. The NSA spied on Tucker Carlson because of this and told him not to do it. Um, Fox News told him not to do it. He left Fox News. The NSA, again, tried to stop him from going to Russia to interview Putin. He said, screw you. We're going anyway.
4: Yeah.
2: We're basically going to fund it ourselves. This is We're going to not accept any outside funding, and we're just going to do it yeah. just because we've had a three-letter organization, in which we know are corrupt, say, no, we don't want you to do it. So to me, once again, this is this is another example of if you're over the target, the powers that be don't like you. They have a narrative. And my question is, why are they so deadly afraid of him not of conducting this interview, right? Because yeah. possibly you could get Putin's side of the story as to why he invaded Ukraine. Um, it goes completely against their narrative, right? So they've been promoting this narrative all along, they've been doubled, doubling down and tripling down on this narrative, God forbid that they would get a different side of it that would absolutely crush their narrative, right, uh, which they don't want. And it also is a it's, it's kind of a, like a signal to me is that they're already trashing him before the interview has even come out yet.
1: <laughs> hasn't, has it, it hasn't
2: It hasn't even actually dropped yet. I mean, the interview has probably been conducted, but it hasn't been released to the public. Right. So to me, that's just another sign is like they're already trying to dismantle him. They're already trying to call him a Russian propagandist um, when he's really the only one, let's be honest, out there doing real journalism. Yeah. Right. And it's happened before. Like we've had journalists interview people that we've been enemies with. I mean, Chris Wallace did interviews all the time with people that were dictator of Iraq. Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein, right? Interview with him. I think it was in 1988 he did an interview. One of those guys did an interview with him, right? Maybe we were on good terms with him then, but still, it's not odd to see that you would actually interview someone who has some sort of aggression or beef with the Western world, right? So to me, this says a whole lot. I can't wait to see what they're going to say when the actual interview drops, and I'm very curious to see what types of questions Tucker Carlson is going to say. I really hope he doesn't give him softball questions. I really hope he gets down and dirty of, you know, the intent of what he's doing, you know, what he thinks of the United States and how they're responding to it, how NATO's responding to it. I think it it can provide a lot of clarity to the situation. But again, the bottom line is it goes against their narrative, which they don't want
1: there's a there's a, actually an uh, Instagram video I think no actually it was on Instagram I think I saw on on X and it was a dude going in Russia interviewing ra- random Russian citizens and being like hey do you hate Americans and they were like no like why why would i hate Americans like they were all like literally every person that they interviewed was like i have no f- hard feelings towards Americans i don't hate Americans the only thing is, is they're like their government sucks like but i don't hate the actual american person and so like you start to see like maybe Everything that's being forced into our face through our phones and through media and through influencers and all this type of stuff is just to try and sway our opinion. and In my in my opinion, I think it's it, it is it screams trying to push us into another war. Like I don't un- understand the obsession with trying to find a new fight and a new war and a new way a new person to label as a bad guy. Um, but it's it's just frustrating to see. And that's I think the big thing about Tucker is it it goes to show that. You have to have both sides of the story, and it's also important for journalists to be able to exercise that First Amendment because they are a representation of, of us, right? Like, in yeah. terms of the First Amendment and being able to exercise that free speech. So as soon as we start to silence people and say, no, 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 you can't you can't interview him, you can't interview that, it's like, that's my inalienable right. Like, that's my right as a human being. You can't take that away from me. And, and it's crazy how much the institution wants to get rid of that right because it wants to push... The message that they want.
0: Yeah, as soon as you start picking, you know, like uh, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to show a human side. Yeah. Of somebody. Correct. It's like yeah. you have you have That's your narrative, you have your your agenda that you're pushing, and there's no, we can't, we're, we're afraid to if we show that Putin is a human,
1: mm-hmm. um <laughs> then you know what what's going to happen. It Well, to your point, Roy and yours, Chris, it goes to show wow, he has valid points. He has good reasoning. This all makes sense. Why are we putting $60 billion into Ukraine in this next package? $60 billion. Yeah. And also, there's a ton of those weapons that are over in Ukraine that have gone missing. In fact, there was actually a plane crash that happened in Greece. It was a cargo plane from Ukraine. It crashed. They literally have a video of it. This was probably like two or three weeks ago, or maybe a few months ago. Don't quote me on that cargo plane catches on fire. They videotape it catching on fire in the sky. It crashes, and they couldn't put it out because the plane kept exploding. So there was a cargo plane full of NATO weapons, not in Ukraine, but flying over Greece towards another country to deliver and sell weapons on the black market. So now we have all of this high-tech weaponry that we're giving to Ukraine to help them, and they're just turning around and flipping it and selling it for more money, and also we're paying all their retirement, we're paying their pensions, we're paying the Social Security. Well, at the same time, for us, if you get $600 over on your Venmo, the IRS is going to come after you. You know what I'm saying? like it, It's like, is this destruction by design? Is this complete idiocracy? Is it, what What are we doing here? Like, Yeah, it's, it's the
2: most infuriating thing to me is that We have so many issues here in the United States. People can't afford to pay their rent. People can't afford groceries, gas, basic insurance, basic things that they need to survive. And our government is just basically giving us the middle finger and is just saying, well, we're just going to continue to devalue the dollar just to support Ukraine, right? Because we need a W here. You'd think that they would just lick their wounds, take the loss, and go home at this point because Ukraine is getting smashed, right? Now, countries are talking about conscription. I don't know if you heard about this, but the UK is now floating conscription, you know, drafting basically their citizens to go fight in Ukraine or a potential war with Russia. So they're already promoting this. They're already floating this idea. Um, Other countries have done the same thing. We've done the same thing in the United States. You've seen headlines of different media outlets, you know, talking about, well, well, what happen if the United States actually, you know, put together another draft? What would that look like? So they're already floating it out there. Um, I just I feel like at this point they've invested so much into this. They've invested so much money into this to lose, right? Yeah. To go away to to take their you know proverbial cards off the table at this point would just look so stupid because they just put hundreds of billions of dollars, so many lives. I mean. You think about just the sheer number of lives that could have been saved as a result of avoiding this conflict, which could have happened, right? We're talking about hundreds of thousands of people have died over nothing, right? Like people don't realize the significance of that. It's not like you're fighting for a tyrannical government taking over another country. It's like this could have easily been solved by some sort of peace agreement or some sort of deal that could have saved – Tons of money, resources, and lives.
4: Well,
1: I mean, it it goes to show how desperate they are to try and get the Russia bad narrative out there. Like, even with Texas, they're like, oh, Russia supports Texas. So that way, if you support Texas, you support Russia, and they're bad. Like, literally, like— Doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. Yeah, Yeah. make it make sense. Make it sound not so just like— classic it's so obvious like just try to hide it a little bit you know right, like don't right. make it so obvious that you're trying to push a straight up narrative it, and also good it's either that or they 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 just
0: it's it's push the narrative it's it's so obvious or they just don't talk about it yeah whatsoever we just right. completely ignore it there's no there's no conversation in the room uh you know back to last week's episode we were talking about the border you could have you could have jumped on any major news cast you could have jumped on fox and they were talking about taylor swift meanwhile you have you have (laughs) a serious issue going on as chris called it what a cesspool yeah yeah
4: (laughs) yeah a toilet a toilet toilet (laughs) Toilet. yeah
2: community Mm -hmm. toilet that's constantly being pooped in um that we're calling a country that is just eroding away um and if you look at history ancient rome roman empire you can see all the same signs of decay of a civilizations i mean just like you know, for example, troops not getting enough troops like all, obviously recruiting is so low right now because right. who wants
1: to be a part of this government that just spits in their face? Here, here's here's the other thing. That's the dark side of, of what's happening in Ukraine that I actually heard about from Victor Marx. I want to say it was somebody I heard it from recently. But the amount of human trafficking that's happening out of Ukraine right now is insane. And nobody's yep. talking about it. Right. Like thousands of kids being taken Oh, you're going, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you're a refugee. We're going to take you from adoption. Nope. End up being gone. Missing children and missing missing women from Ukraine being trafficked. Yeah. So it's like out of all the people who are suffering the most, it's the Ukrainians, man. Yeah, absolutely. And that's
2: that's always the play. Just reading different things and, and reading about the new world order, I mean, that that is their cover in trafficking kids is they are going to cause destruction. They're going to cause chaos. They're going to cause a situation and they're going to use that as a way to traffic drugs, traffic arms, right? Traffic people. Um, people go missing all the time because of some sort of major event, whether it be – it doesn't even have to be a war, like an earthquake, a hurricane, right? Yeah. Some major event that happens in the third world. And the COVID and the lockdowns decimated the third world, right, yeah. which is – The whole reason why we have an influx of people coming through our border is because a lot of these countries are falling apart because COVID and the supply chains absolutely demolish these countries that were barely hanging on to begin with, right? So cause destruction, that way they can bring in what they want to bring in and do whatever they want to do through the veil of causing as much chaos as possible, which is happening. It's happening at our border and it's happening over in Ukraine too.
1: Yeah, I think the what what drives me nuts about the whole thing is it doesn't like because none of it makes sense. It's either complete negligence and just idiocracy, or it's and and money laundering. So like, hey, I'm gonna ju- you know I'm taking as much gold off the Titanic before I jump in this lifeboat. Is that what's happening, or is it destruction by design? And I think we've talked about this before, where it's like it seems too dumb, too ridiculous, too obvious for it to be just pure idiocracy and negligence. Like, it seems almost like, yep, there's a plan in place destroying the country over time, because guess what? Like, you know, America can't be destroyed by a foreign invasion unless you let it be destroyed from within, right? So the rotting of our our systems, like, there is nobody, and this is the other thing is like, Nobody trusts the federal government anymore. Like, nobody trusts the Republicans. Nobody trusts the Democrats. They're all on the same side. There's no trust. Like, if you look at anybody, I mean, frickin' Nikki Haley in the Republican primaries for Nevada. Did you see this? No. So no. Nikki Haley, running for the Republican primaries, Trump was not allowed on the ballot for Nevada. Right, so they took him off the ballot, so you couldn't even vote for him. But on the bottom of the voting list, it says none of the above. That got a 62% vote, and wow. Nikki Haley got 30%. <laughs> like <laughs> literally, the people said, "We'd yeah. rather have Screw nobody you. Yeah, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> none
4: Skin of the above." Yeah.
1: It is just it shows the temper of the climate of the country, and I think that a lot of people are going, "At like, God, oh, well, the majority actually supports things." And It's like, no, I think the majority is sick and tired of all the bull crap or doesn't know and doesn't care and doesn't want to be involved. And if they try to do a draft, can you imagine being like, hey, Dan, by the way, you're getting drafted. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, where the heck am I going? Oh, Ukraine's like, what do, I got, what do I have to do I in Ukraine? I don't know where that is on a yeah, map. Yeah. Like, what would you do, Dan, if you were told you're getting drafted tomorrow, we don't care about your age, we're wavering you in, yeah. and you're going to go serve in the infantry to go fight in Ukraine?
3: I mean, when it first started, I kind of wanted to go, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. But if they did it and they, if i had to i yeah, might as well well i wanted to anyway so now i got to so I have no choice to make i'm going
4: just go
1: i think a lot of it was the prospect of excitement in terms of the the ability to be in a modern conflict and combat and all that type of stuff that excitement as men and masculine men that's something that we already strive for we want that right but the problem is or i would say the crazy thing is and I was actually talking about this uh, with a friend of mine today, there are, there are veterans who are still committing suicide as an effect of a 20-year 20 war, 20 war in the Middle East, mm. and that war, on the scale of carnage on both sides, doesn't compare to what's happening in Ukraine. Mm. It's literally World War I, with drones taking out individual soldiers, like imagine you see a FPV drone, it's got a warhead attached to it, and it's just chasing you, and there's nothing you can do about. It. You're trying to run away from this. Like that is not excitement. That is literally pure misery. And these people are, you know, dying in the trenches, dying in feats of mud, and we're gonna go send. Like I have no desire to send my kids off to go fight in a conflict in Ukraine, especially when the country's falling apart here. We need to keep our family units together, not send all the men off to go die, and now there's a bunch of widows and kids. There's already so many fatherless homes in this country already. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then we go send them off to go die in some meaningless war.
4: Yeah. But, and, then,
1: and then you weaken our country.
0: Well, I'm,
2: that's yeah. what I'm saying. is by yeah, design. devaluing the dollar to, to the point where inflation is out of control. The debt is out of control. $35 trillion. What is it up?
1: Oh, I thirty-seven, I, 37 trillion. 37, who knows? Tri- yeah.
2: Who knows? Thirty thirty-seven trillion dollar, dollars dollars and probably counting. Probably the
1: same as like what my kid says: thirty-seven hundred thousand million Bezillion, trillion bajillion <laughs> yeah, infinity trying, times trying, yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> infinity. That's infinity. <laughs> infinity. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's
2: infinity plus three, whatever it is, and uh, they don't mm-hmm. care because honestly, at the end of the day, they have their assets. A lot of these politicians do insider trading already, which is a whole another different topic. Yeah, how Nancy Pelosi makes two hundred thousand dollars a year, but she's a multi-millionaire. Yeah, huh. riddle me that. Do yeah, me the math riddle on me that, that. Batman. Doesn't 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 add up there. Yeah. So um, all that to be said, going kind of full circle here. God forbid that they would have one journalist go over there and maybe just maybe find out answers on the right? other side. on the other side. <laughs> yeah. With all of that that we just talked about, they're pitching a fit, an absolute fit over one person. Who is maybe going to ask some honest questions of Putin.
1: Yeah. Oh, dear. Which you should be excited about because he's if he's hopefully going to be asking hard questions, that would further solidify your point as to why you should be in Ukraine, right? If it's like, well, that's completely unreasonable. You're a dictator, and that is a terrible reason for invading that country. Then, yeah, that then that kind of solidifies the point as to why we should be helping and, and investing billions and billions of dollars. Yep. But if— what, what, what makes it suspicious is it's like, no, 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 you can't get his side of the story. Why? Why, why yeah, can't why? we know both sides, especially if I'm you're paying for it, I'm paying for it, we're paying for all that money to go over there, but our border is literally – they're literally opening the doors <laughs> yes. and trying to get people in. For what? I don't understand. Like, I come from a family of immigrants. Like, my mom had to get a green card. My uncle had a green card. And they had it took them years to get through that process to become citizens. And when they did, it was a big deal. I I think that there there should be some things that is changed about our immigration reform to make it easier for people, because it was a huge task for them to try and get through, especially for people who are honest people that want to work. But when you've got a border, that's that's,
0: that's, sh- sh- that's the key. As far as honest people that want to work, it, how how difficult it is. You know, my camera cut out, guys. It's melting down, but uh, <laughs> uh, but it. it uh, for honest people that want to work, how difficult is it for them to truly come in? But then you have the slum, the toilet bowl, mm-hmm. the, the the turds that are left over. Mm-hmm. Literally just, all dudes. Yeah, all fighting dudes. Age males. Yeah, yeah, all fighting age males that are just coming across the border. They're just running.
1: Dude, there was a sad story. I I, I was from a Border Patrol agent, and this was a few months ago. found a seven-year-old dead girl, and they found, like, 15 different semen uh, DNA samples in her. That's absolutely disgusting. It was on the border. And we're allowing this. Like, what in the heck is going on to the point where—and you want to talk about devaluing the dollar? They devalue human life. You know what I'm saying? Sure, good point. Like— it, it doesn't make any
0: sense yeah. that's 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 exactly it De- devaluing a human life like we don't even we don't value human life human life we really don't value it right now because yeah. it's it's more about power and staying in control so i can allow you know you know uh, yeah, i can allow all these people in to my country to this country we'll allow men citizens make them citizens now they can vote I let them in. I gave them all this free health care. I gave them absolutely everything,
1: and now they're going to vote for me, and I just stay in power. Bro, three thousand dollars and a cell phone as soon yeah. as you get in. Yeah. Yep. How about I go down to Mexico? But hey, Dan, but, let's go down right, to Mexico yeah. and get a <laughs> paycheck. But but
0: but meanwhile, we're going to send your kids to fight in a, a war that you're you're going to die. That's I mean you're you're definitely going to die. So yeah. I mean it's the the percentage of the of the survival in Ukraine.
1: What it, it's got to be super low. I mean, so here's what's crazy. There's another report that came out. I think Redacted actually covered it. They're having a lot of. It's a very interest interesting phenomenon where they have a a massive amount of missing soldiers, missing Ukrainian soldiers, and the reason for it is there was actually high telling out of there. No, like, Peace no. Peace out, homie. <laughs> they, they leaked a yeah. video. It was a leaked video of a bunch of dead Ukrainian soldiers' bodies piled up, wow. and a bulldozer was pushing them into a mass grave. An unknown location, and it was Ukrainians burying Ukrainians. But what they're doing is, is the government is not listing them as KIA. And there's actually a bunch of families protesting this, saying, "Where's my son? I haven't heard from him. Where's the body?" They're saying, "Show me the bones. Show mm. me the bones." And the reason they're they're listing them as missing in action, because if they're missing in action, they cannot get a the family doesn't get a payout for the loss of their family member. Oof. That's so instead disgusting. of it's yeah. disgusting, it's disgusting. And so now there's a massive amount of people who, in reality, they've been killed, and the body they just buried the body somewhere in a mass grave. But now they don't have to pay out the family of that family member who was killed in combat because it was he's still missing in action. Jeez, man, it is, it is, it is, it is literally the opposite of humanity. Like, and yeah. that's what frustrates me. I don't understand. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to look at it. And I think at the end of the day, like, even within this podcast, like, it should not shit your opinion. Like, whatever we're saying, you should go and cross-check. Yeah, You sure. need to go out and do your own research, but we can't just stick our head in a hole. And then whenever the worst day of our life comes and the country falls apart, we have no reason to say, well, I had no idea that was coming. Like, I never knew. Yeah. You know? And that's why we always push training. Like, you got to train yourself. you mm-hmm. got to be... Involved not to a point where you're freaking out, stressed out, because you can definitely do that. Like, Mm -hmm. it can, I mean, remember that (laughs) there's a point where you and I were stressed. Yeah. Just because we were so involved in the politics and what was going on. But you have to be able to know what's going around you so that way you can prepare you and your family and always be ready. We had
0: this discussion the other day, right, Eric, on the way in uh, to work. Uh, There's a fine line, obviously, from allowing it to consume your entire life. Mm hmm to just being aware, you know, I'm, I'm not the type of person that allows it to consume my entire life. I still, I still try to enjoy the, you know, what we have here. We still obviously, we still have, really, really good things in our, you know, in our country. You know, it's still, it's still a great country. It still has, you know, plenty of things to do. It's, it's still, obviously it's still worth saving. You could still buy black and mild wood tip at the gas station. Oh Oh my goodness, I can sleep at night. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, there's, there's that drawing that fine line between understanding that, you know, what allowing it to consume you, like I said, versus, you know, be just being aware. Okay, mm-hmm. uh,
1: it's like what you said when we talk about training. You know, a good. I mean, we were also saying yourself. We were also talking about it's like sometimes though, because things are so crappy all the time. I want to find an escape, and that's why I like training, going outside, going yes. doing walks. But here's what, because we were actually talking about the NFL. Yeah. And all this whole like, there's people that predict Red it. and hey, circus show. Well, cool. it's like there was like, okay, the NFL is fake because there was this a bunch of videos coming out saying, hey, here's what the score is going to be. Here's How it's who's going to win. How they did that scripted. last year too. Yeah. So what's crazy, though, it, whether it's scripted or not, at the end of the day, if I'm watching—and this is—I haven't watched football in, like, four years. Um, I don't watch sports anymore. And the reason for it is because I looked—I watch sports, or I watch movies specifically, to escape from reality. Like, yep. let me have my escape. Let yep. me break away from what's going on my everyday, the amount of crap that's going on in the world and it falling apart— and let me escape to this little piece where I can just enjoy myself and relax. And the problem is is they don't want you to do that. They've got to indoctrinate you. So now they're taking everything from reality, whatever side you agree with, and shoving it in your face in these movies to now it's like... I used to be a huge Star Wars fan. Mm. I pretty much... After like George Lucas's films were done, I just pretended that these new movies have never come out. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just it, one through six. That's it's, it. It. it's made me appreciate
2: the originals of movies so 100. much.
1: It made me enjoy Episode One. Now racing.
0: Yeah, I mean, how much time that you actually spend, you know, uh, watching, you know, old movies? Now again, going okay. back and watching old movies. They, they they're trying to sell us something. The propaganda is so thick just just trying to like you said trying to escape I, I don't even when i go when i go home now i don't even i don't even really turn to the tv anymore mm-hmm. to escape yeah. Because it's completely pointless. And, and I go and find something something else to do. Yeah. So obviously it's created me to be a little bit more productive because now I'll pick up a book or I'll read or whatever. Or I'll you know, not not very often I pick up a book. You but, can read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not very well. <laughs>
4: so, me neither.
0: Not very well. But uh, you know, do something, you know, go out on a boat, whatever it may be, you yeah. know. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 sickening how much. Even my daughter, she uh the other day, um, she was watching something on TV and it was like so it was definitely an older television show I can't even remember like older TV series and I'm like I'm like I'm like what are you what are you watching? And she's like I said, what happened to I really wish I remember the episode that she was watching something else that was like on the Disney Channel yeah and, uh, and and I said I said, why aren't you watching that anymore? She goes, I don't know I just got tired of all the stuff in it yeah and I'm like like what do you mean? It's like I don't know they just do weird things like, and I know what she means yeah like it's just they the propaganda it's propaganda yeah they're just they're, they're selling stuff to you. I don't know you you you, you got to find something outside of the, the of the world of sports for entertainment anymore to you know or, or TV to allow yourself to escape it's, yeah
2: I, it's movies have only been always been an escape for me but I'll give you a modern day example. I don't know if you guys have heard on Amazon the new cartoon show called Hotel Has been No Mm-mm. so let me give you the premise of this show. So the premise of the show, no joke it'll say it on Amazon Prime is that there's these demons running a hotel. And they are peacefully trying to reduce the population through their acts in running this hotel. No joke. Are you serious? Yeah, it's blatantly satanic. They have like a pentagram on the front of it. But even with like, even with music, you listen to Billie Eilish, dude. Uh, yeah. Just some
1: of her lyrics. It's just it's downright satanic. So here, he, okay. Before we go into that, because that's actually a, I, I heard something about supposedly it was from a leaked dude in the industry that Bernie Mac was crucified. Like, Really? Yeah, and they, they actually had, like, clone process. Like, Britney Spears was, was cloned multiple times. So you're telling me he didn't die of pneumonia? No. That- and that's what a, sec, a claim to this whistleblower that came out talking about the music industry and how, like... It, it, but anyways, so, anyway, going back from clones, have you seen the movie They Live? Yeah. Dan, can you give us the premise of that?
3: That's with uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper in it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who, Rod- was
1: the, who was the director of that movie? uh carpenter yeah john john carpenter that movie's amazing dude that is a it is a literal spitting image of what is happening now
3: for years now and they knew it back then i mean it's been going on since longer than we've been alive yeah but in the movie when he's walking around and he gets the glasses you remember yeah it's like they're They're aliens aren't they yes yeah so they're all aliens and if you have the glasses you can see what they all look like and then when you like look at the signs it says like Mary have kids consume yeah obey. And, and yeah, yeah obey right. and even the money says stuff like oh, I can't think of there's some really funny stuff that it says when he's looking at the magazines and on, on the uh, newsstand yeah yeah that's a great movie yeah
1: essentially it's like yeah it's an alien race that's taken over the planet if you guys haven't watched they live it's freaking awesome uh, one of my favorite lines from that is he walks in and he's like, uh, he's like, put on I've these come blast- here. He says, "I've come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, <laughs> and I'm all out of bubble gum." And he just <laughs> starts blasting dude with a shotgun yeah. in
3: a bank, isn't it? it is a yeah, bank.
1: yeah. And uh, but that movie essentially, aliens take over the planet and they disguise themselves as human beings, so they look like regular people, but they're all the rich people and the elite and the like ones in authority and stuff like that all the super business-like people. And he, you know, the economy is terrible. Nobody has jobs, it's like a Great Depression type thing. And so this dude, he's a construction worker, the main character, and he's trying to find a job. But anyways, there's a resistance that is out there fighting against these aliens, and they've woken up, right? Right. So they have these special Ray-Ban glasses, and this is what Dan was talking about. So when you put them on, you can actually see what the aliens look like. Like, you can see through their human suit. You know what I'm saying? So you can see who's human and who's alien. And it also shows, like, all the signs. It's like, obey.
3: Everything's subliminal. Submit, it's all programmed. Go back yeah. to
1: sleep. And that's literally, like, how it is now. Like, we are literally living in They Live, that movie. But uh, if you haven't watched it, it's great. Um, so... We were kind of talking about the music industry. What's interesting is there have been some people who have gone to like some of the more modern concerts, like Lil Nas and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And yep. there was one where they literally said that there was—I uh, think one of concerts—like ten people died of heart attack, just like their heart stopped mm. and they died.
2: That wasn't the Astro World fiasco. Was that the Astro World? I don't know, but there, the Astro World fiasco is like he, the guy singing. I don't, I forget who's singing. Someone in the comments can let us know, but
0: singing and then basically. By, by the like, way, a, I can't see comments, I don't, I don't know what's going on oh, with that. So, oh, okay, <laughs> uh,
2: but there's a whole like kind of struggle that happens. Like it's almost like a mosh pit, like where people start fighting, pushing each other, like people get like a bunch of people get. Injured and stampeded as a result of this. Oh, there were
3: people got crushed. That yeah, point? people got crushed. Yeah, I heard yeah. about that. Yeah, there were so many packed in a little area, yeah. and no one could get to them to help them. Nope.
2: So yeah, yeah that was that. That was a situation at Astro World. I don't know if it was a year ago or two years ago, but like, it's just an example, man, of just like. Well, you, all- ha- you have a bad just mixture of ingredients there of just someone who's singing
1: satanic music. Well, and- it's, it's not. It's not like it's not like back in the day when the music you had to rewind it and hear like oh yeah, yeah okay. right. It, it's now just in your face. Put yeah, like, the record face. backwards. Yeah, Please. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, yeah. all the time. And so like now it's just in your face. It's so overt. In fact, it's one of those things where it's like an unspoken secret about like child sex trafficking within that that ring. And I think that in the Hollywood elite, it's they're pretty much just like. The voice, the voices of the cabal, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Yeah. So I think there's a global elite class and they run pretty much everything in the world. Mm -hmm. And then the Hollywood portion only, like, if you want to get rich and famous, like Taylor Swift, supposedly, according to a whistleblower, was eating, goes to parties and they eat like human flesh and do these rituals. And why do you think she's super popular? Like, because they're given, like, oh, yeah, do this. You part of this crew, the Illuminati, and the uh, you do these rituals, and we're just gonna. And you literally look at the newsstand; it's literally just Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. Yeah, and and here's the other thing: he, she's going out with Trav, Travis Kelsey,
2: who is a up. Tight, Yeah, is a total psyop. Who's the tight end of the Kansas City Chiefs? Okay, he's a good fantasy player, but beyond that, no one really knew who Travis Kelsey was. Guy is landing a twenty million dollar Pfizer deal promoting Pfizer. Did you hear about this? No. Now is dating Taylor Swift and now has been like part of, you know, documentaries and TV and movie shows. It's like him and his brother who plays for the Eagles. It's like most guys didn't even know who Travis Kelsey was. But all of a sudden he's dating Taylor Swift and he has a $20 million Pfizer deal. And all of a sudden he's in, again, on the front of every magazine about them being out together. It's like the only way that you get to this status is by compromising yourself to an extreme way. Yes, Take – Epstein's Island as point A, right, example. How many people were compromised as a result of Epstein's Island to do whatever things they wanted to do with politicians to get leverage on politicians?
1: Who's been arrested so far from that list?
2: Ghislaine. Ghislaine.
1: Nobody has been prosecuted or been sought for arrest off that list. No, and they never
2: will. And again, you're talking about in your face.
1: People get away with murder
2: um alec baldwin alec baldwin
4: he killed <laughs> the guy. Shot a shot
2: guy shot where is that
0: is i i honestly i haven't been paying attention to that so uh where where is that is that even
2: he got uh, he got off of all the, the charges
0: so did he he get
2: off the charges he got off the charges but i think they're trying something again with with new charges like that manslaughter they manslaughter yeah like? maybe they've appealed it or something like that but the guy
0: shot someone <laughs> <laughs>
2: folks let that sink in he killed but someone. it was but an accident
0: but it's not but, <laughs> it's it's an, an, but it's not his fault
2: yeah no it's not even it's though not. that
0: he loaded the gun who put bullets even, in even even if stuff? he didn't, he oh, wait, loaded, didn't even if he shit. didn't load the gun <laughs> if you pick up the gun who's responsible for the gun whoever's holding it right whoever's holding <laughs> <it>. whoever's <laughs> holding, <laughs> holding the trigger so whoever's holding it so
2: yeah so i say that as an example is how blatant it is that these people can get away with whatever they want yeah because they've reached
1: that elite status or whatever it is. Did you hear, kind of switching gears here, did you hear about what Alex Jones said about the possible huge mass casualty event that's going to happen at the border? Did you hear about that? No. So he said something about there's going to be a mass casualty, there's going to be a... false flag what do they call it false flag or a black swan event that's going to happen at the border and it'll be so bad that like it'll like oh well we have to go and lock everything down and martial law or something of that nature or Mm, that sounds familiar like we've done that before yeah (laughs) Where is where have i seen this before do you remember i think it was around like the early time of 2020 when there is that AT and T building that just exploded? Oh yeah, it was in Nashville, right? Yeah, it literally, dude. It, so the way that it exploded, it literally had something like penetrate it from the top down, and it completely exploded and it destroyed a bunch of machines that had a bunch of data on it. As far as was know. that
2: the one where the alarm was going off before it exploded yes. so for and everyone to leave to get out, out of it? The-
1: it's on the security building and security cameras in different parts of the street, and it says. Beware explosion! <laughs> Beware <laughs> okay. explosion! And it, it was telling like on loudspeakers, and this is on night footage security camera ahead of time, ahead of time. ahead of time, and it was like for like ten minutes, and then all of a boom! It explodes. But we, what happened with that? <laughs> yeah, Nobody's well, doing anything about it. They're trying
3: There's to catch some toilet paper for less than twenty a roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh there,
1: there's
2: but there's so many stories of like that where we just yeah. never got the answer yeah just never just, got the answer how about that missing malaysian plane bro it's just disappeared off
1: okay, the face have you, of the have earth. you seen about that i don't know the malaysian flight that went missing a few it was like 2014 it went missing and supposedly <sighs> no black
3: box or something
4: no, no. Nothing. nothing nothing no
0: information whatsoever
1: yeah nothing it went missing over whatever the indian ocean or something like that And what's crazy is there's leaked footage that came out from actually, like, supposedly verified leaked footage of a drone feed, an American drone, watching the plane. So it, like, was watching the plane, knowing what was going to happen. was So it was pretty much being followed by an American or a U.S. uh, drone. And three orbs are following. Three UFOs are following the plane. And then they start doing a circular pattern of flight around the plane. It goes doop. And disappears, bro, into a portal. It's just somewhere in time right
2: now, and it's just going through dimension after dimension.
1: Like, what's that? Time. But here's the thing: is if, it, if if that actually observed that and it knew what was going to happen, that's what's crazy to me. Is why are you watching this random Malaysian air flight and you see these UAPs or UFOs flying around it, unless you know what's, what's going to happen? Ah. Happen? Uh. I did not know that. That is uh, revelatory information. They talked about it on Blurry Creatures. They actually had a dude that studied the footage and said it's actually verified legit leaked government footage.
2: Jeez. But there's other stories of planes going
1: just going missing. Well, how many of those are still related also to UFOs and UAPs? Like, how many of those missing craft or missing things are actually direct links between the UFO phenomena? You actually had a UFO story. You should tell it, Dan.
3: All right. So this is over 10 years ago i want to say either 13 or 14 we just got in our house and i was in the garage working on stuff and this was like ah, before dark maybe five six o'clock you know it was starting to get dark it's not sunny out and my wife's out by the end of the driveway and she's like hey you want to see a ufo i'm just like yeah i'm busy like i'm in the <laughs> garage right and so she's like no seriously there's some ufos out here and i'm just like What is she pulling? This is ridiculous, right? (laughs) So I keep working on stuff. She's like, you better hurry up. There was about seven of them, and now there's like four. I'm just like, what? So I run out to the end of the driveway. I look up, and there's like four in this formation. It's like three and one, kind of in a V. She's like, yeah, it was a full V of seven of them. And then as I'm watching four, then it goes down to three, and these these things are moving, and they're like low, and it doesn't look like a jet or anything I've ever seen. And then all of a sudden, you know, it goes down to two, then goes down to one. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, what was that? She's like, well, what else, what UFOs could you say it was? I'm like, I couldn't think of anything else that it could possibly be. So she goes online and starts looking at different stuff. Like, what is this, you know? And she's like, oh, other people have seen stuff just like this, right? And like every single story just gets discounted, and they say it's Chinese lanterns, right? <laughs> <laughs> Chinese, Chinese lanterns that they lanterns. fly for like uh, funerals or something, right?
1: <laughs> that's,
3: they, a, that's amazing Chinese lanterns. Where can I
1: buy a, those? That's a stretch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's a stretch there to say it's Chinese lanterns.
3: And you know what's messed up though is the, the fact that I haven't heard not, uh, anything for 10 years about people seeing that stuff or anybody to be like, I've seen that too or anything. Yeah. That like, I literally sometimes will think to myself, like, Maybe it was just Chinese lantern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. put that stuff like out there and just they, like, they
0: tell you that stuff yeah. enough. It's it's like the uh, um, the uh, blurry creatures episode, the face peelers.
1: Yo. yeah
0: so the face peelers, so so the, the tribe you get a quick little backstory of the tribe obviously having you know people kidnapped taken and, right. and murdered and their faces are being completely peeled back and straight to the bone as clean as all get out like no like no face no face faces no face whatsoever um, and and these are these are these are tribe members that uh, in this village basically that they're not deprived from technology. Like they they have technology, uh, they have Facebook accounts and everything else like that. They actually have uh, a satellite internet service that's within walking distance, basically, to them that they can get access to the internet. And there's other villages and all that. But uh, so the so the government tells them so they, they're seeing basically these these creatures, okay, that are on like these uh, almost like saucers or hoverboards or whatever yeah, it's it may on, be, like
1: floating. What do they call them? Floating yeah, platforms. Like, like floating platforms or whatever. So
0: they're like on these floating platforms. And the government basically just tells them it's miners with jetpacks. <laughs> yeah, man. Miners My with kids got some. Miners <laughs> with jetpacks. <laughs> yeah, like dude. Prototypes. <laughs> you just right. if you say it enough, now it becomes real, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like if we just put it out there on the news, we put it on Facebook,
1: we put it on social media, it immediately becomes real. So, yeah. Do you think that it's becoming more frequent, or do you think that it's just because everyone has cell phones now that we're recording it?
0: Yeah, we had this conversation, yeah. like we had a long conversation on the way back uh, from uh, <laughs> after we got done listening to the Blurry Creatures episode. Yeah, it, d- yeah do, you think, do you think more UFOs are being sighted now? Are they have, have they always been around? Or are we just seeing them now because now you have the ability to document it more? Yeah, everyone's walking around with a camera. So, I... they, so have they been here? For quite yeah. some time or is there something happening that's you know
1: yeah is the activity at the same rate yeah with more documentation or increased activity and also documentation no I,
2: I think that they've always been there it's just the media now finds it convenient to play it to their story right yeah. now they can use it to be like look over here we're doing this over here with our left hand look over here about UAPs we're having a congressional hearing over UAPs again what are these things? I don't know what they are. Don't look
1: at Hunter Biden's laptop. Don't no. look at Hunter Biden's <laughs> li- naked pictures with his cracked out teeth. Who takes, who films themselves, indicting themselves, <laughs> and is like, man, I'm doing a crime. I might as well just go ahead and document it. Hunter
2: Biden does. <laughs> just loud and so proud. Um, so, yeah, I think it, I think that there, it, we're seeing it more and people are paying attention to it more because the mainstream media is now using it as a convenient talking poise, point and piece. For whatever they have planned, whether that be a false flag or exposure of something, you know. But you have documented ancient civilizations drawing pictures of these, of saucers, yeah, of different flying craft. Um, so I think that they've always been there. Um, obviously, it's going to be more prevalent because literally everyone has a cell phone. But I think during the 90s, you could have like a videotape of something and you were able to discredit it, right, to some degree. Right. Now it's like it's out there now.
1: You can't really discredit it. It's
0: Everybody's like, walking around with a high-definition camera.
1: Yeah. Well, and exactly. also they're recording it live. That's yeah. the other yeah. crazy thing. Right. They'll be recording it on live stream.
3: But they'll still discredit it. Like anything now can be discredited or a video of you or all they need is one picture of you and three words, and then they can make a full video of you that looks real, saying this and that. So, not only the, that, they
0: could obviously with AI, they can literally just mimic. I mean, they can just yeah. mimic your voice.
1: I mean, they had Taylor, the Taylor Swift AI mm-hmm. incident. Did you hear about that? Yeah, that was wild. Have you heard about that? So mm-hmm. on Twitter, supposedly somebody le- didn't leak photos. They posted photos that AI made of Taylor Swift in pretty much nude, and it was like. And so she was, like, freaking out and mad about it, and they were, like, got him taken down. But people were, like, holy smokes, this is real. And it was an Mm AI-generated images. And so they were using it to, like, not blackmail, but maybe, like, embarrass her or do something. But it was just, like, it's getting to a point where it's now hard to become – it's hard to delineate. In fact, you know that little, like, uh, the thing where it's, like, are you a robot or are you a real person? How many lamps do you see in this picture? AI solved one of those (laughs) and pretended that it was a – Human. Human. Oh, boy. Yeah. Brutal yeah, me that, that <laughs> man. <laughs> that's kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, for sure. So what do you think the, uh, the UFOs are, Dan? Do you think that they're, they've are they always been here? They've been here for a long time? What are
3: your thoughts? I think probably since, I mean, if the beginning of time, who knows when the beginning was? The beginning of humanity was so small. I guess humans have only, if you've, you've ever seen that show, uh, I think it's called Cosmos with uh Oh, gosh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he talks about humans have only been here, to put it in perspective for you, if you looked at a, hu- a normal calendar that starts on January 1st and ends on December 31st, and the Big Bang is the first second of January 1st, that humanity's existence altogether in time is just the last few minutes of December 31st before midnight of the next year. So we've only been here that long, right? And then, the if, if we're on this planet that's huge, like, look out in your town, how huge it is, in the state, how huge, like, the planet. And then, oh, there's all these planets, and all these planets are inside of this solar system. There's solar system inside this galaxy, and galaxies just, and it's infinite. It goes on. There's no end to it. There's no wall. It just goes on forever and ever. It's like, of course, there's lots of beings out there. You know what I mean? Like, the ridiculousness of thinking we're the only things that are, like, alive, and we can only see in three dimensions, so, like, think about this, too. If you're, like, a civilized alien species that who knows what their lifespan is, 1,000 years, what, what could you pick up in a 1,000 years, right? And then you can see in more than the third dimension, fourth or fifth dimension or something, you're cruising along in your spaceship with your buddy, and you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you can cruise through galaxies, right, and just, like, no time at all, like, speed of light, you got oh, just turn on the thing, pass the speed, like, you know what I mean, light years or whatever, and you get past it, like, oh, what's, that, what's that one right there? Oh, that's Earth. Be like, let's go, let's check it out. No, 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 <laughs> let's no. Let's check it out. Like, don't go there's there. There's some resources there. We use it sometimes, but it's a whole bunch of these ape like creatures, and all they want to do is kill each other. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, don't go there unless put on your cloak and we'll go in there in the fifth dimension. Get a few of these resources we want, hop back in the spaceship and leave.
1: Go fishing and bring some.
3: And don't worry, <laughs> if they catch you on their stupid ass cameras, we'll just fake the video. You know? <laughs> 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 they'll, they'll just fake it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh.
1: Yeah, that's dude. That's hilarious. That freaking mm. I, I I think whatever they are is there has been history of them being around for a long period of time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, what are some of your thoughts on it, Chris? Yeah, I mean,
2: I kind of see it through the context of the Bible, mm-hmm. but as far as civilizations, I really think take evidence of a lot of megaliths ancient structures like that it's like obviously humans could not construct that so they had to have utilized some sort of outside technology to be able to build these things there's just no way around it right um i think we got into this a little bit last time but it's like as a history teacher it's like i was taught history that is basically completely false right like i was i was taught something in ancient history that is wrong and after – it took me to do my own research and delve deeper into it about these things that just nobody talked about, right? Yeah. So I think these beings have maybe access to technology. I think a lot of these UAPs are ours. It's our technology, and it's part of the kind of black budget underground projects, and they're out there flying around or whatever. But – um. For the past, you know, I think a lot of these ancient civilizations accessed or tapped into a technology that humans just didn't have or couldn't acquire Mm.
1: through some means, whatever that looks like. Yeah. As far as the—as far as you talk about the ancient megaliths, like, have you seen even some of the the individual studies that are done about how those are actually— like their purpose, essentially they were ancient batteries. Like they were ancient power generating Mm -hmm. batteries and it had to do with something also the way that they were built were on magnetic fault lines. So like Mm. every single pyramid around the earth is placed on these very specific locations that harness energy coming out of the earth through magnetic, magnetic fault lines or frequency vibrations. It's just like, so in tune. And then also, I think we also forget about like if I have an airplane and I fly over something, I can see, okay, yeah, I, I made this shape. I made this, uh, like I made a, you know, the guy who did a, a Trump face on a cornfield. He, like, <laughs> literally stomped out Trump's face, like made his a portrait of him in his cornfield, and then he flew it over, you can see it with a plane. But how about all these ancient megalithic structures that literally are the shape of a bird and a snake and a plane, you know, all these other things. How do they know what that looks like if there was no planes back then? Like, who are they making that shape for to show? Yeah, right. Like, what's mm-hmm. that for? You know, yeah. like, what's the purpose? Yeah. It ain't to bear... It's funny because they say, like, literally, if you look at the Egyptian inscriptions and stuff like that on the... in the pyramid, and then you look... you compare that to the actual construction of the pyramid, how just, like, so laser-precise it is, like, mathematically perfect, and then you go on the inside, and it's, like, all this, like, Egyptian graffiti, ancient graffiti of, like, oh, I found this sweet triangle. Let's go ahead and stick our king in it. It seems yeah, like a good idea. Right, yeah. But it's, like, the... The, the boxes that are made out of pure granite that are inside of these pyramids, the carcophagus is what they call it, is never meant to be a coffin, but it was meant to house like a battery. In fact, they were saying that even the Ark of the Covenant had something similar to it. Yeah, I
2: was about to bring this up, but yeah, they recreated, they attempted to recreate the Ark of the Covenant using the specs in the Bible, exactly. And they had to shut it down because it was generating too much power. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like whoa. That's yeah. I mean like it's just evidence that that stuff is real. Yeah. Like it's almost like the the line is blurred now between the spiritual and the physical of what what can be done, right? Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure there's technologies out there that the CIA or these three-letter organizations have tapped into that we just don't ha- just don't know about, you know. Um and I'm sure that they were using some of these technologies
1: back then. So speaking of the CIA and technologies, we don't—they don't want us to know about. Do you remember the king? It was an ancient, ancient deity—not deity, like not like a god, but like it was a giant. Mm-hmm. And his body was found in Iraq. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one was it. King Og. I don't think it was King Og, but it was a essentially a. There was a legend of a giant king. He was literally a king that was a giant, and. Um, he was, you know, he's told about in all these different tales. Maybe it was, I can't remember the name of him. Um, if you remember, or you know, in the comments, make sure you text it. But essentially it was like legend that he existed. And then Iraq, the Iraqi government, like the Museum of Antiquities claimed, hey, we found his tomb and we have his giant skeleton. Jeez. And then four weeks later, we invaded Iraq. And guess what the, f- one of the first targets, supposedly, one of the first targets to be hit by special operations was the Baghdad Museum, and they took the giant skeleton and all the artifacts. And what's crazy is, is they took all that stuff. So the question is, is like, wait, wait, did we invade Iraq because of weapons of mass destruction or to harness the power of whatever they dug up? Yeah. And take that. And then in 2010, when Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State or whatever, she was, den- she requested and was denied access to get all the data from that mission where they recovered that giant skeleton and all the artifacts that were found with it. And we, now the skeleton's gone. We don't know. And that's the other thing is it's like the suppo- Smithsonian has it. Yeah, so, a crop. supposedly there's giant bones, giant skeletons all over the world. Like I'm talking like 10, 15 foot giants. Um, they actually called North America the land of the giants. And so they would back if you look at like old 18th century newspaper clippings and stuff like that. You can still find them in places. A lot of it's been kind of censored, but um, there's a guy who actually does and finds all these old newspaper clippings talking about like, oh, yep, farmer just dug up a 15-foot skeleton in his backyard and uh, called the Smithsonian, and the Smithsonian denies that there's ever giant bones, and supposedly they took all the giant bones, and anytime time that the, someone says, hey, I found a giant skeleton, the Smithsonian immediately goes and confiscates it yep. and gets rid of it. Why? Because they don't want people to know the narrative. They don't know it. Yeah, why, why hide the fact that we have the possibility of giants in our history? And what's crazy about this is it starts to it starts to, to force you to ask the question, were some of these ancient myth- mythological tales that were told or just fiction, like the Odyssey, is it partly true? Was Hercules an actual being? You know what I'm saying? Was he actually... The Epic of Gilgamesh? Yeah, the Epic of Gilgamesh. I think it was Gilgamesh's tomb. It yeah. was Gilgamesh in Iraq is where they found his tomb.
2: Yeah, that that was the first recorded epic. Yeah. Like a long story that has a beginning and an end, and it's usually evil and good combating each other, right? Um, So, but yeah, that is, that's wild. You could just do a deep dive into the subject for hours and hours and hours.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: <laughs>
3: Or is it right there with all the alien stuff, you know? <laughs> or think about this, man. I think about this a lot. So, all right, you see all these, the the yeah. things that, who could have built these things, right? Yeah. The harness of power. And you look at the way the rocks are put together, and it's just, like, ancient. You're like, they had no equipment to move this stuff. It's, like, precisely fit. It's just, like, nothing we can even make now could do it, right? And you're just like, how is this here? All right, because we go back to the two aliens cruising in their spaceship, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Back hanging first. with his one buddy yeah. outside. Supposedly, AIDS, how did it come about? Because a dude decided an ape over there looks good and decided <laughs> to have relations with an ape, right? That yeah. was supposedly how AIDS. So two dudes, or two aliens cruising in the spaceship. Oh, no, 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 we don't go down there. And then he goes, all right, fine, fine, we'll go down there. They cloak themselves, go down there. They see us. We, we weren't even humans yet, right? Just a bunch of apes yet, right? Early, early, before, before humans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apes crawling around. He's just like, man, he's like. I don't know what it is about this ape, but uh, just, just give me five minutes. I was actually, what did you do?
4: Yeah.
3: Next thing you know, sh- sh- human pops out and he's like, "What is this thing?" I don't know, man. Just let's keep making them, all right? Making. <laughs> <laughs> let's just keep. Uh, wh- what, what? What good are they? Well, they're oh. they're smarter than these apes that are just throwing shit at, y- I'm, at each <laughs> other, right? They're smarter than them, but they're definitely not as evolved as us. Like, what are we gonna do with them? Well. Have them carry rocks up to the top of that pyramid. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, what if that's what we are, man? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows?
1: (laughs) Who
2: knows, dude? Just carrying rocks up. I'll give you a a modern-day local example, and I'm talking about Homestead, Florida, and I'm talking about Coral Castle. Bro, you got to tell that story. This is crazy. Folks, if you have never been to Coral Castle in Homestead, Go to Coral Castle. So just a little sidebar on megalithic structures. So this guy basically built this entire structure out of coral, local coral, that are, you know, each block is like two tons. They're giant, and they're all occult symbols, like a crescent moon, um, different planets like Saturn and Jupiter to to, uh, obviously honor gods and goddesses that are cult gods and goddesses. So this 69-year-old guy creates this entire structure by himself with some pulleys and some radio parts only at night when nobody is watching. And historians still to this day don't know how this frail 60-some-year-old guy created this entire coral castle out of coral by himself. When you
1: when you say castle, like you're talking about like massive, massive structures. I'm
2: talking about technology that, again, can't be can't be duplicated with our modern construction technology today. Like he built a revolving door that you could push open with one finger because it was so precise and the counterbalance and the frame of it was so precise that you could push it open with with one or two fingers. How heavy is the door? It's like seven tons. It's like it's a seven ton door you know so wait wait, wait. so as far as broke and they tried to fix it the way that he designed it and couldn't fix it because they never figured out how he could do it so how did he how did he get the knowledge to do this he well, said he only did it at night right well, well yeah so obviously this guy was huge into the occult pretty much basically a satan worshipper so a lot of the legend is that he got you know in exchange for sacrificing his soul or whatever the case may be, that he got a download of this technology from evil forces, right, the devil. Um, And so because of that, he was able to obtain this knowledge and build all this. Now, the, the speculation is with the radio parts, he used it using frequency. And because you can tap into certain frequency using radio parts, you can actually cause vibration to move, heavy objects into place yeah so we all most of you listening here live in florida i would encourage you it's very cheap to go to homestead florida go to coral castle and you will be blown away as to how this guy actually built this entire structure
0: have you visited chris have you been there
2: yeah i've i visited me and my wife rachel visited because we were going to the keys and it was kind of on the way so we're like rachel's like wow I always wanted to see this. What is this? Yeah. I'm like, all right, whatever, we'll go. Homestead's kind of a dump. No offense to anyone who lives or is from Homestead, but it's kind of a dump. Oh, nice. um,
0: I I think we were going to go down there and train.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want those guys anymore. If we do, we're going to Coral Castle. (laughs) Called my town a satanic portal.
0: I know know there is a range down there. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. It's called Homestead Range. (laughs) I think it is called Homestead Range. Thanks, Chris. You just literally ruined. (laughs) You literally pooped on my party. Uh,
2: Won't be any uh, barrel and hatchet courses there. Um, So... Yeah, so we decided to go, and it was like $40, whatever. They'll take you on a tour. They'll take you on a guide tour, and then it's basically you can do your own walking tour of the entire facility. But the whole the whole castle, it's not really a castle. It's more like a, I don't know, gated structure. But the whole castle is dedicated to his love of his life. He calls her her sweet 16, and everything is numbered in sixteen. And so
1: my theory is—, wait, is kind wait, of, wait, wait, wait. When you say numbered in 16, what is numbered in 16? Because when she died, she was 16. I know, but what did he what did he make? Like, he made 16
2: windows yeah, and 16— 16... like 16 everything, like 16 of these. Like, this, this room is dedicated to my sweet 16. You'd always refer to her as a sweet 16. Mm. So my out-there theory is that she was ritually sacrificed— in order to obtain this knowledge to build this altar for her. Because she died when she was 16, right? Yeah, she died when she was 16, which crushed him. Yeah. And caused him basically to come over to the United States and build a whole new life. Because that was his, the love of his life, right? So um, because of that, he he built this literally this entire altar to her. And so, again, it's an out there theory, but that's kind of my theory behind it. Do they do they give any hints as that as a, poss- a reality and a possibility whenever you're going on the tour? No, I'm just connecting my own dots. Yeah. So they have no idea how they how he built it. They know that he used some sort of pulley mechanism in some circumstances, but for the most part, there was no he used no machinery. No tools, no machinery. No tools. Again, like those are the types of things that are a modern day example, a local example of that happening. But there are much bigger examples of these monoliths, monolithic structures all over, all over the world, all over the globe. In fact, Washington, D.C., right, a lot of them are mimicked
1: after these, again, structures. Do you ever wonder why all of our currency and all of our national monuments and things like that are kind of mirroring Roman-type culture? Yeah. Like, all of our structures and stuff, like, it's very similar to ancient Roman culture. So, like, I wonder what the premise is, other than the Freemason thing, but... Well, I think it's primarily
2: based on Freemasonry. Yeah. Um, A lot of that comes from... Freemasonry comes from kind of cultish beliefs on some of the Roman gods and goddesses, Greek gods and goddesses. Mm -hmm. So, if if you believe in kind of the Bible story, right, the gods and goddesses of old were the sons and daughters of God, right, who mated with human beings, according to the book of Enoch, right, Genesis 6, that created hybrids, right, giants. Um, You could speculate that they're the ones that created these structures because they had big size, or in exchange for giving themselves to these sons and daughters of man, they exchanged their knowledge,
4: Mm.
2: right? So they got a download of knowledge of how to build these monolithic structures. Yeah. Again, you can go into A lot of—I mean, mean, I'm sure you've read a lot of people that have explored this in depth, but there are a lot of books where people go in depth about this, and they can kind of trace it back to the Bible. Again, I would encourage people to do your own research. Yeah. You know, look into it. If you've never read Genesis 6, read Genesis 6. If you really want a wild ride and a spicy ride, read the Book of Enoch. That's pretty wild, too. Have you—so when—
1: when you were at the Coral Castle, there was another place that you visited that you felt really funny about, and you went and visited. Can oh, you tell yes. me what that is? Yeah, <sighs> Robert the doll.
2: Robert. What is
0: what is Robert the doll? Robert the doll <laughs>
2: is he is a doll that is situated in what's called the East. Moore Wait, so
0: how
1: did you find it first off? Cause you you told me this story. You and Rachel like drove past, and you're like, "Oh, weird.
2: yeah." So we were, me and Rachel were in the Keys trying to kill time, and we saw this old. Oh, stony I know.
0: Now, yeah. now I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Boy's yeah. About to leave the room because he's <laughs> yeah. scared. Yeah,
4: all um, right, guys, peace. <laughs> so
2: uh, we go past, and they're like, "We're." My wife loves this stuff. It, it's just so spur of the moment too. We're just like, let's just go in here to kill some time. It's probably got some AC. We can chill. We can just walk through this this museum. It's the East Moratory Museum yep. in um, Key West, right? So we go in there, pay, whatever. We already see Ouija boards in the in the lobby that they're displaying. I'm Come like, oh, nice, great. Found the right place. <laughs> All right. So we're going through, and you can just feel it's heavy. It's just a very thick. There's no AC. It's hot. It's just thick. And you get a vibe. You know what I mean? If you go into, like, a building or a room and your spidey sense kind of tingles, it's a it's kind of a dark vibe. Mm-hmm. So we go in there, and in one of these sections is a glass-encased doll. It's just a regular doll, just kind of a creepy knit doll. So I'm reading the little cue card that's in front of the doll, and it's talking about Robert the doll. And so apparently – there's a And I realize this is from the Bedtime Story episode. Yeah. Uh, is that there was a child. Apparently there was a child way back, I guess, in the 1800s, and they had a maid who was Haitian. And they fired the maid or they got rid of her. And so in order to punish them, she made this doll and put a hex on it. And she gave it to uh, the child. And he named it Robert. So this doll basically was moving around at night. You know, they'd find it in different spots of the house. Like, they would leave it in a room and stuff would be disheveled. And nobody would ever go up there except for this doll would be there. So they get rid of this thing, obviously. It gets passed on to another person. The same thing happens. People walk by and they can see the doll in the upper attic because they wanted to put it in the attic to get it away. And they could see the doll looking at him in the
0: attic. Is that on? Is it on Duvall Street? Right? It's on the main yes. main drag. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So um, this again, people are are seeing mm-hmm. the writing on the walls, and eventually this doll starts having full on conversations with the child. And the parents are like, "Who did you, Who were you talking to?" And they're like,
1: "Because they could hear." Yeah, they could hear. The, wow.
2: And you're like, "I was talking to my friend Robert, Robert the doll, right here." And they're like, "What?" So this thing clearly has a demonic presence to it. So no one destroys it. No one burns it. Of course, we have to keep this thing for the rest of eternity. So they put it in this museum that is literally from the pit of hell, and they encase it in glass. And basically anyone who records the doll will have bad things happen to them. I'm talking about car accidents, um, hospitalizations, like losing their job. Divorce, Like there's letters of it of people who have wrote in because if you take a recording of it and don't ask it permission, all this bad stuff will happen. And there's – it literally has letter after letter of people talking about it happening to them. Sending in letters saying, hey, I I recorded this doll. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sorry, Robert. Please forgive me. So the reason why they had to put it under encased glass is because they didn't have it under glass and would find it in different spots of the museum. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) so they literally had to put it under glass to keep it in one spot because it would literally move on its own dan what would you do if you're in
1: that museum at night by yourself and all of a sudden robert just started running towards you
3: (laughs) i would probably try to get a hold of robert so that i could harness his power (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> what kind of energy do you have, man? <laughs> I want some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you seen
3: Tales from the Hood? No. Oh, Tales Tales from from the hood. Hood. You've never seen Tales oh, from the man. Hood? No. Oh, my God. The Dolls and Tales yeah. from the Hood? Send it. You yeah. should go see that immediately. Yeah. It's yeah. like four little short stories, but yes. I think the third short story where Corbin Burnson, he buys this house that was supposedly like a slave house or whatever, a plantation house. I don't remember how it goes, but so he... Goes there, and there's this big painting on the wall of this old woman, and she's holding a doll on her lap. And there's all these other dolls all over. Why is it always going to be a doll? I don't know, but these (laughs) dolls are the coolest thing ever. It's always a (laughs) creepy doll. uh, Dan says it's cool. I'm freaking out. (laughs) I guess if uh, all these dolls that she made were like slaves that died on this plantation from like the cruel owners of it or whatever, working them to death, whatever it was. And each time they would die she would make a doll of the of that slave and each doll was a way station for the soul so like each soul was in the doll and like you'd you'd see the dolls coming off the painting and stuff like the doll that was in her in her hands in the painting it would just be like like paint you know just like the primer or whatever you know what i mean like The doll wasn't there and that was the doll that was like pursuing Corbin Burnson and he's shooting it with a shotgun and everything. Oh wow. You can't take this thing out. And the scenes when that doll is like running around and you can hear its footsteps and it breathing, the (laughs) best (laughs) thing ever. Yeah. And like the way that this doll looks, it's it's great.
1: So speaking of things running around, I have a story that my mom told me when I got out of high school. And so I'm leaving high school and getting ready to go in the military. And for whatever reason, my mom's like He's of age. I can go ahead and let him know about this terrible story and freak him out. So my – I had actually – when I was, I was born on a military base overseas, and uh, I got moved back to the States when I was real young. And my mom and dad, you know, my dad's in the military, and so they lived in Virginia. And uh, my mom's Korean, and, you know, like all Korean ladies do, they somehow are like magnets and find each other. You know, you just find all the other Koreans that happen to be living in the neighborhood, and they just become friends. And my mom became friends with this one Korean lady who had a 10-year-old son, and she was a single mom. So she's working all the time, and uh, she was actually a, uh, a practicing Buddhist, which for Koreans is, it's you know, primary religion. It's actually Christianity now, but... Um, so she was a practicing Buddhist. You know, not really, like, a devout one, just kind of like, yeah, I'm Buddhist. Even, it's like, people say, like, yeah, I'm a Christian. I go to Mass for Easter once yeah. a year. So, like... Um, she's, you know, she's a Buddhist or whatever. My mom's a Christian. My mom tried witnessing to her several times and telling her about Lord, but she didn't, even press it, you know? And so, um, anyways, they're good friends, and, and, uh, my, this woman, because she's never at home, wasn't really looking into what her son was doing, and her 10-year-old son was, like, a really good artist, so he could draw really well, but he would ask for things, because he loved, like, reading, like, Stephen King books, and, like, really creepy stuff, and, and she'd be like, okay, just buy him whatever. Like, oh, yeah, it's just a board game. Bought him a Ouija board. <laughs> oh, yeah, you want some cards? Bought him some tarot cards that he asked for. Like, oh, of course. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I mean, this is the 90s, mind you, like yeah. early 90s. Um, actually, I think, yeah, early 90s or the late 80s. But, so anyways, he has all this stuff. Like, he's got Mighty Max toys and you know Ouija boards and all this type of stuff. Loves all the horror stuff. And um, his mom doesn't really pay any attention to it. She's like, it's weird, but whatever. Well, one day, this lady is, you know, eating breakfast or whatever, and her son brings her a drawing of this, like, creepy monster-looking creature demonic thing. Draws it, and she's like, oh, wow, that's really flippin' creepy. And she's like, oh, yeah, good for you. Like, he's always drawing weird stuff. But he drew this one very detailed, specific drawing. And um, she didn't really think anything of it, and this is retro after the fact. You know, my mom finds all this out and is able to tell this part of the story. So my mom one day gets a call from this lady and she is in a straight panic, like frantic and she says, look, something's wrong with my son, I don't know what's going on with him, I've already had the local monk from the monastery try and fix it, but it's not working, and I know that you're a Christian I'm just trying to find anything to do to be able to fix my son can you come over to the house and help me out so my mom's kind of like, okay I don't know really what's going on, but you sound super stressed, so she's like, Yeah, sure, I'll come over. So she calls my dad. My dad's working on the base. And he's like, she's like, hey, you know, this so and so called. She needs you to come over or we need we need to help her out and see what's going on. And so my dad's like, okay. So he leaves work early, goes to um, meets up with mom. They go over to this lady's house. Well, the lady immediately like go like they knock on the door one time, go to knock again, immediately opens the door. She's like waiting for him. She's like, Oh, thank goodness you're here. Come on in. And my mom and my dad start to take off their shoes, <clears throat> which in Asian culture, you take your shoes off before you go in the house, right? Yeah. And she's like, No, 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 it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just just leave your shoes on. And so my mom and dad are like, Okay, well that's strange, you know, like you don't want okay, right. sure. We'll leave our shoes on. So she's like, Okay, just come with me. And um my mom's like, well, where's your son? And he's like, oh, he's in this room and she, you know, doesn't show him around the house, just takes him straight to the hallway. And down the hallway, at the very end of the hallway, is her son's door, and it's closed, right? And so she uh, looks down the hallway, like, peeks around the corner, and points down, to my son's room's back there. And she won't even go into the hallway towards her son's room. And so my mom's like, well, this is your home. Like, you know, we'd love just show us around. She's like, no, no, he's, he's down there, and just waits at the entrance of the hallway. So this kind of has my mom on edge, just kind of like guarded, like, okay, this is suspicious. And so my dad goes in front of my mom to kind of guard her from whatever threat could possibly come out, and they go over to the son's room, and they knock on the door, nothing. And the door is unlocked, and so my dad opens the door slowly, and my mom, and my my mom's like looking underneath of him, and my, they're like peeking in the room, and they don't see the kid, he's not there. So they think he ran away, right? <clears throat> All of a sudden, my mom reaches underneath my dad, like under his arm, grabs the door handle, and slams the door shut. Almost hits him in the face with the door. And she looks at my dad, and she's like, "This is really bad. Like, we got to call the local Korean church. We got to come have them come over and bless the house." Blah blah blah. And my dad's like, "What? What? What? Whoa. What's going on?" She's like, um, "We're gonna open the door again, but you need to do it very carefully." And so when they open the door, my mom just points up. And she said, because my mom's Korean, she doesn't, you know, she speaks korean English. <laughs> she said, the boy was crawling on the ceiling like Spider-Man. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crawling Sweet. on the ceiling like Spider-Man. So essentially they had the Korean church come over, they exer- did an exorcism on the boy. What happened was is the boy was communicating on the Ouija board, and the thing that he drew was the demon that possessed his body. Wow. So he drew this thing, and then it possessed him, and he was literally crawling on the ceiling like Spider-Man. So what was the end result of the boy? What happened to the boy? So he I he ended up being fine, but my mom never said anything. I think they ended up, for whatever reason, I think the woman moved or whatever, but um, I, I don't know what happened. All I know is that he was – they. We're able to do an exorcism and and get rid of the, the entity. Wow, yeah.
3: So
0: I get to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Roy. Just think You're about Spider Man.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> did they transfer it to the pig and then shoot the pig like Russell Crowe did in that new exorcism? Dude, that movie? was
1: actually a pretty decent movie. Yeah. That movie's wild. That was fun. What's it called? The Exorcist. It has oh, Russell Crowe in it.
3: Exorcism or something? Yeah, the Pope's oh, Exorcism. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah that's. It's interesting because, like, you know, Jesus told the demons to go, or they could go into the pigs. Yeah. And so essentially what happens is, like, the Pope's exorcist, Russell Crowe, is the, is the actor for that character. Anytime he goes, he always brings a pig and then has another priest with a shotgun. And when he does the exorcism, he transfers the, allows the demon to go into the pig, and then he kills the pig.
3: Wow. But Yeah, he, like, has to trick him because he's like, uh, you're not good enough to be able to do yeah, this. Yeah, you can't even do, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Kinda yeah. Like,
1: tricks him into it
3: Dan's our movie guy any movie I think he's seen them all (laughs) yeah I'm not good at regurgitating every line from him but (laughs) I'll do my best (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the movie I really would like to see though is the video that you got of Robert the Doll I did not take a video. <laughs> <of>. uh, <dude. laughs>
2: I debated. I wanted to send a Marco Polo to the group so oh, bad. I was like, I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm so glad, Chris,
0: that. that you did not do that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> mm. I just don't want to. I don't even like playing around with that stuff, man. Nah. Like, I, I didn't want to enter to that. I think I was about to, and Rachel's like, don't. It's not.
1: not worth it. No, not yeah. worth it
2: just oh, dude. because it's like they have the the on the screen the like letter after letter after how letter. many letters uh, are there just a ton hundreds wow of people doing it <laughs> dan don't
1: yeah. go down there don't be taken i'm it. not but no the, i don't mess with stuff but
3: like the that.
2: interesting yeah. thing is it's a civil war museum and on the back it's built on top of a lot of the slaves who died what it's buried on top of that land
3: Oh, wow. Yeah, Even so that's weird to Yeah, and that's yeah, also kind
2: of a dark thing, too. And the other parts of the museum have weird, like, metal art that's like just very, just creepy, too. Yeah. Like, the whole thing is just very, very creepy. Um, but I would say, check it out. But if you're a spiritual person, <laughs> <laughs> don't videotape it. Don't, don't videotape it.
0: Well, my wife forces me into that kind of stuff. So, uh, I, I have seen it, but, uh, I just don't. I choose not to remember most of it. <laughs> it's been. <laughs> Have you been pro- there, Roy? Uh, it's been probably about ten years since I've been to the Keys. The so last time I was in the Keys, and yeah, yeah, I, I, re- I remembering, it. and I, I feel like there's another one in St. Augustine that's actually very similar. Yeah. Dan, yeah. you spent a lot of time in St. Augustine, didn't you? You went to school not, there, or no? Not much.
3: It was just outside there. That's where I actually started getting tattooed. Was St. Augustine? Yeah. 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 yeah St. So Augustine's
0: cool. That in S- Savannah too has a lot of that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know Savannah. Yeah. We, my wife and I, we did a ghost tour there. And we actually, like, they took us around and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, hey, at the beginning of the ghost tour, they're like, make sure you don't have any coins. And so we're like, okay. So we took all of our coins, stuck them in the car. And they're like, what's going to happen is we're going to go through the cemetery. Most likely, you'll find a coin, like a dime or a penny on you, and it will have a date on it that's significant to just specifically you. Hmm. And so we took all of our change out. At the end of this tour, we go through the cemetery, all the stuff, and they're, like, talking to us about all these different things, and this person got hung here, and this person died here, whatever. We get to the end, and Sam's like, okay, I'm like, hey, can you give me the keys? You know, because I had them in her purse. She pulls out the keys, and she's like, there's a flipping dime. Maybe I missed it. Pulls a dime out. It was the year we got married. Wow. Crazy. (laughs) That was in superpower. Savannah. Can you imagine if you got that superpower? Man, all I do is give people coins that are, you know, special years of their lives. Bull crap. Yeah. I can't even. Out of every superpower. It's the... <laughs> like on Family that's Guy, it's mean... like Jen. She gets the one where she can grow her fingernails. <laughs> She's like, oh, man. That's... Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, Man. So actually, Roy, you actually saw like, uh, didn't you have like a Ouija board experience or something like that? Or Ooh, when you yeah,
3: mess with that, I, Roy,
1: I man, <laughs> I mean, know if I want to talk about it,
0: <laughs> something will happen on my way home. Oh gosh, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, we were younger, and uh, I think it was maybe when I first met now my wife. So we, I don't even know if we were necessarily dating yet, and. My mother-in-law, she's, she's always, so my wife too, they're always buying stuff from thrift stores and, you know, antique stores and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, she buys like this bed or a couch or something. And it's like in this, in in one of the bedrooms and my mother-in-law, she swears up and down, like every night, weird things are happening. Like lights are turning on, you know, power surges. She, the TV will turn off. The TV will turn back on. Just all kinds of just like weird things. Maybe it's a Chinese right. lantern. The water will get ex- like it's you're taking chi- a shower and the water will get extremely hot. Wait, and, wait. and then
3: and clean the blood stains out of the couch first. Right? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately turn, you know, immediately turn cold behind it. Just all just all kinds of weird things. So I don't know. She gets a Ouija board. Somehow or another, I get talked into doing this Ouija board. Oh, man. And dude, we're you know, it's doing it's doing some weird things if like, you're pulling your fingers uh, it's it's doing some weird it's doing things that i cannot explain okay and and all of a sudden in the middle of this thing there's like a candle lit there's a candle that's in front of us but then there's also candles that are behind us and there's nobody in the room whatsoever close to us in this in this vicinity where the ca- where the candle is and somehow or another the candle literally goes flying across the room and hot wax goes down my entire back my gosh i have no clue how how it happened still don't know how it happened to this day it's called a demon it's 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 every <laughs> bit of you know probably three to five feet away from me there's unless you know either a demon or somebody really really quiet ninja skills snuck in there and tossed the hot wax candle all down my back well that very same night like i'm driving home and the road that we connected to the road that we lived on uh, there used to be an old a, a nursing home there and uh and there's like this 90-year-old, 98-year-old man, it looked like, I mean, super old, walking down the road that I know that used to sit out by the road all the time in a wheelchair, and I'm not, I don't even know if he can walk, but we're talking like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm, just I'm, I'm driving, and then all of a sudden, out of the middle of nowhere, this dude just appears like here in front of me. Now he's obviously still still alive, you know, wow. he's not you know, he wandered out of it. But just just weird, you know, just something super weird freaks me out. I'm all freaked out. Can't sleep that night. Gotta go home watch the Disney Channel.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gotta go home watch the Disney channel and everything else like that. But but the but the stuff that started happening after the fact, like the next day I get in a vehicle accident. Nothing bad, but I get in a vehicle accident. Um, a couple of other people that were involved in it, some things happened to them. Like, you know, one of them broke their ankle, just, just weird Jeez. things, unexplainable type stuff.
4: Yeah.
0: Mm. It, uh, yeah. Uh, so now like, I don't, I don't I
1: never mess with <laughs> mm. that stuff again. <laughs>
0: I never
3: mess with one of those yeah. things. I always been too scared to.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's called smart, you know, like, <laughs> it's <and called> SMART. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's just something, there's just some things that you just don't mess with. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there's, there's all kinds of crazy stuff out there, but like, uh, I'm trying to go through and actually see if there's anything in the chat um, while you're doing that. Yeah,
0: um, we we haven't covered it yet, so this is this is jumping completely away from all the. We kind of went on a tangent there. Yeah, about everything else. Um, what about the uh, the paramilitary bill, the you know anti-training bill, anti you know civilian oh, training?
1: Yes, yes. Have you guys heard about this?
2: Yeah, I've read into it. And I've I've watched a. Uh, guns and Gadgets video on it, and um, can you give the premise? Yeah, so essentially the premise is any sort of outside paramilitary group. It 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 limits their ability to be able to train, but also to, I guess that what they use is parade, like be able to openly go around with weapons, essentially.
0: Yeah, it um, says, the very first thing says, um, publicly patrol drill or engage in techniques capable of causing bodily injury or death. Yeah. So, I mean, exactly, you know, A, that's, that's very open-ended, but that's... Training.
1: That's training. Just training in general.
2: Yeah, and, and a lot of stuff in it is already illegal. So, like, interrupting a government process or meeting is one of them. It's like that's already illegal, right? Mm. So causing bodily harm to somebody else, that's already obviously illegal. Yeah. My issue is that I mean, if you actually read the pill, it's it's straight up treasonous. Like the people that wrote it wrote it up should be tried put in, for yeah. put in prison for treason. Yeah. Um, cuz I hate to address the elephant in the room, but what was the first paramilitary group? It was called the Continental Army by George Washington. Yeah. Right. So and they put the provision in there in the second amendment.
0: It's yeah, completely against our constitution. Completely
2: right. against the constitution. So they again, it's funny because they're going acu- to this bill is designed to accuse people of being seditious. But what are they doing? They're being seditious by writing this bill because yeah. they're they're not allowing the people to actively be able to defend themselves in groups of people. Um so I think that they should be tried. They should be charged with treason. I mean, it's just—it's blatantly exactly what the British government was doing to the colonists, was taking away their guns, not allowing them to have these organized groups of militias to defend themselves. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, it's blatant treason. I mean, we, we talked about in this podcast, out in the open and basically in front of your face— well that that's putting it out in front of your face, right? I don't know if it'll pass. I think it's in the house right now. This is a house bill. Um but I can't imagine this will pass. But
0: I guess on the bright side it, is it not maybe it is not passed, but they I mean now they're just straight out here just saying, saying it. They're not yeah, they're, right. they're not they're not dodging this anymore and like tiptoeing around it. They're they're coming straight out front and saying, okay, like look, you know, we're 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 coming after all of your all of your God given rights. We're coming after your Constitution. We're coming after every bit of it. There is no, there is no training. There is no freedom of speech. We're going to attack Tucker for mm-hmm. interviewing somebody. Now we're going to attack you for for your, wanting your ability to you know to defend defend your country against mm-hmm. you know a tyrannic government. So mm-hmm. uh, we're 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 on a we're on a roll here. <laughs> and and we're gonna take everything away from you, so you can't defend it. So you are powerless.
1: So you have no power. It goes. It goes to show you the pulse of, like you said, the pulse is that they are just outright saying it blatantly. And the other thing also is, I got a lot of comments that I saw on one of the live videos we did on Instagram of guys like, well, I'm just gonna train in the woods anyway. And anyways, and it's like, listen, like it, wrong- you've lost the. It, it's. You've if lost done the battle. It, you've you, lost the battle already because now it's going to be where, like, well, you. It's not. It's bigger than that. And also, they're going to come after. If they're going after training, it, they're going after your guns. They're going it, after it, ammo. They're going after gear. They're going after you for speaking out about anything. Yeah, like it's at it, the end. It's the end of. A,
0: it goes into the thing that everyone always says. I, I, I almost I hate that comment, but it, it goes right in right in alliance with the people. I lost my guns in a boating accident. Yes, I I've lost my it. guns in a boating accident. I mean, you know. It, Come on, like, like they're they're, all stand up, yeah. Have some balls. Uh, they're they're um, they got they got freaking big ones,
4: yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, they they really do. do. Can you imagine how much we'd change in this nation if we had the same amount of effort we put into our ideologies and our beliefs like the other side does? The extreme other side, by other side, I mean anybody that is for a tyrannical system. I don't care about political size. I'm saying if you are for a tyrannical system, a socialist system where you have no rights, where your rights are taken away, where the government dictates and says everything that you possibly do, that's the side I'm talking about, the side that bans you from saying anything about your religion, you know what I'm saying, like, or anything that you believe in, or what you're saying is wrong. Like, it, It's frustrating. and It's one of those things where it's like, we have to be vocal about these things. People ask, well, what can I do about it? You know, how can, I? I'm like, well, no, outside of being involved in your local politics, Take training, like go to classes, because right. the more people that are trained, the more normal it becomes. Mm-hmm. It'll be similar to the brace thing. Like it's harder to make everybody a felon because everybody's already doing it. And that's a battle that we're fighting. That
0: I mean, it, it, We fight the wrong battle all the time. Yeah. You know, we're fighting over brace. Yeah. Where you know we're losing our guns in a boating accident. Yeah. We're like, oh, what what can I do about it? You know, you, 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 there's a lot you can do about it. You
1: sh- it should be you fighting could, the can, NFA. A, a
0: yeah. you can go buy more guns. Yeah. Okay. The more we have in the market, you yeah. know, uh, we should be fighting the NFA. We should be, you know, we should be training more. If they if they don't want us to train, if your government doesn't want you to train.
1: Train more. I'm train more. telling you, 2024, 2024 should be the year of training. Yeah. Like, especially if now, if there's anything that's trying to say, like, well, I don't know, you should be spending your money on training. Yeah. Because, Wake up, folks. Yeah, 100%. And obviously, the people who listen to this podcast are already awake. But if you know somebody that's talking that way or speaking that way, it's not that they're uneducated about it. It's just like maybe they haven't seen a perspective about where this could be and the implications of what road this leads down. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so. Sometimes it's just good to let people know, like, go get training. Why? Because it's free for you and your family and for your rights. Like, yeah. you should be able to do it. Yeah. The,
2: culture the, dictates politics, right? Yeah. Culture is downstream of politics. So you change the culture, you change the politics. So if, if the culture is training, right, for the modern-day Minuteman being ready, prepared, you know, organizing, all the stuff that you guys talk about, I mean, that is going to dictate the politics if more people are doing it. Uh, I'm concerned about this specifically because some of the best protests in regards to this bill were the most effective. I don't know if you—Roy, you may remember this. In Richmond, Virginia, they had a big protest where basically 200,000 people came up and showed up in kit. That would be a violation of this bill, technically.
0: That's a direct violation of the bill. It's a direct violation. The very very first thing that says in it, publicly patrolling, drilling, engaging in techniques capable of causing bodily injury. I mean, there's there's all kinds of things that can cause bodily injury, but that's it's the very first thing that they put in it.
2: yeah, and so
0: so you know you there is no there it, that is that line itself is taking away your ability to 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 have a freedom of speech, to go stand in front of you know a you know a building that we you know we fund.
1: Yeah, you pay for it, but we, you can't go in yeah, it. If yeah. you do, you go to jail. Correct. So I don't know what you're talking about, Eric. Where has that ever happened? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, uh, who, who
4: fact, did
0: check that? Me,
1: fact check me on that one.
0: I don't recall that.
1: <laughs> never <laughs> I
0: heard of it. I don't think that's ever happened. Maybe so. uh, so uh, there's two alien happened. guys I that don't, came I'm on their spaceship. I'm not aware of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just cruising around, just bros <laughs> cruising around.
0: Just bros cruising around. You it's know a, they're there. It's <laughs> a it's – a, it's a derif- I mean, they're just coming straight out to it. I mean, that's – you know, how many people are defending – How many people are defending their their own
1: land right now on the border Mm -hmm. by patrolling it? Right. I mean, how many people do you know, Roy, that have said, oh, what do I got to do to register this? (laughs) (laughs) It's like going to my tax collector and be like,
0: is there any other taxes I should pay? Yeah, hey, yeah. Do I have homework? <laughs> yeah. I, have homework. I, had, I had to pay, I had to pay $5,000 in taxes this year. Do you think, did you, are you sure you didn't miss yeah, anything? Did I miss something? I feel, is I, there more money? Yeah. I feel like I might owe an extra, an extra $200. Can you please take that from me? Yeah, Cause please. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, the, the amount of people. Oh
2: my God. And if they're, they're reacting they're, they're, this way in, when it's not even bad yeah yeah I mean, if yeah. they're already folding now <laughs> yeah. like imagine when it actually gets bad bad like yeah. if you if you want to know an example like i'm old enough to remember covid that was three years ago four years ago that happened where all these people were like i'm staying up against the government well i'll close down my business for a cold yeah. you know what I mean? like i'll yeah. close down my church because well i just don't want to get in trouble yeah i don't want to lose my tax exemption It's like you're already folded over this. Yeah, it's a it's a ninety nine point nine eight recovery percent recovery rate, and you're keeping your church shut down.
0: You're keeping your business shut down. It's like it's it's one thing. Okay, you want to shut it down. You know what? Fear is fear. Whatever. Yeah, you want to be afraid. Be afraid. Be afraid. That's 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 fine. Okay, I can't fault somebody for being afraid of something. I, I, I can't. But but you're going to allow them to tell you to close your business down my business as a, as a, as you know, as a, you know, living out the American dream, what's the American dream? Don't own your own business, right? Mm-hmm. To run yeah. your own, to work for yourself—that used—that used to be it. You're free. Um, my camera c- crashed on me again, so let's cut back over to that. But to to live that American dream, and you know, so you're gonna tell me to shut my business down. Hey, if you want to shut your business down because you're scared, shut your business down because you're scared because you're scared of the, the virus or whatever that's going around. Don't shut your business down because somebody's telling you to. Because oh, I don't I don't want to lose my tax exemption.
1: Right, I don't that's get the that. difference. Yeah. I don't
0: want that's that's the difference. Like. Um, Uh, man, we have no
1: balls. Well, I think also we, uh, our culture right now, remember what that phrase is, it's probably been said a billion times recently on social media, but hard times create strong men. Mm -hmm. Strong men create weak times. Good times. That's why I said good Good times. times Good times create weak (laughs) men. Yeah, that one. Weak (laughs) men create bad times. That's right. That's the one I'm talking about. And we're, I mean- Give that
0: to me one more time,
1: Chris. Yeah. Uh, Good times
2: create weak men. Weak men- create bad times bad times create strong men Hmm. so if you ever research this it's the fourth turning but it talks about that that history is not linear it's cyclical it's always in cycles even in ancient history throughout civilizations it's always a cycle and that was a big shift for me and putting that in the context of what we're going through right now yeah look at what we're going through right now it's perfectly matching with that 100-year, 80-to-100-year. Every 80-to-100 years, America has gone through a very violent either revolution, civil war, or world war, right? We've got all three lining up. That could happen. Yeah. At the low end, you've got a financial disaster, right? We all know that. Yeah. At the, at the worst end, you've got a financial disaster, a border collapse— civil war world war three and we have no idea what these dang things are flying around up in the sky if they're ours or our government yeah not to to mention we're printing off hundreds of billions of dollars to ukraine that's crashing our dollar so
0: close your business down or you know let me let me continue to tax you to death let me let me you know uh you you have a retail business so let me tax you on your your inventory yeah local municipalities taxing certain governments taxing based on how much inventory that you're carrying paying your corporate taxes paying your sales tax you know there's there's months you know being a small business owner that I would remember literally cutting checks to cutting checks to the state of Florida in almost $10,000 in just sales tax gotcha. just in sales tax
2: in New York, people take out loans just because the taxes are so high. That's crazy. Like you're,
0: <laughs> what's Cali- What's California by the time? I mean, what by the time they 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 their state tax, their state income tax, and everything? What is it around forty or fifty percent or something like that? It, yeah. it may fluctuate It may be a tier uh, tier type system, but it's. I don't even ridiculous. know how
1: you could live in that state. You how don't do you survive. You
0: don't. Yeah, you I don't. mean, you, you don't. I mean, they're they're stacking themselves into you know mm. someone that has a house that has four bedrooms in it. They're renting out. Every single bedroom, and sometimes splitting the bedrooms into two bedrooms. You know that same one, multiple beds. You're, you're you're bunking like like you're in college or something.
1: This isn't financial advice, no. But go south of the border and then come back through. <laughs> and you'll be sad. You might yeah. find yourself with some money. Yeah, and it's in a hotel fun. room. I think they're giving out galaxies probably. <laughs> don't
0: don't try to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Don't try to don't try to you know protect your community. Don't you know? Don't think about during Darren, during, uh, COVID, and and you know the, the Black Lives Matter movement. So sorry, we just got demonetized. My butt's been wiped. <laughs> my, butt's been wiped. my butt's been wiped. So yeah. so the the amount of communities that came together just just here in our local community where where people stand, stood in front of small businesses and and protected them. Mm-hmm. You know, so with this bill,
1: you can't do that. Can't so do I can't that. protect my. own But it's my land. Well, technically, if it's you m- if uh, that also attacks also possibly it can be talked about in court or lawyered into court that even self-defense shootings could be technically well you are carrying and causing bodily harm or so they like, found that you were part of a militia group
0: yeah is Isn't that their actual or official? they
1: claim it even if right, you right, are sure yeah okay. Okay. So, oh you 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 research these types of categories yeah. you must be an extremist
0: so so yeah the the, the like you said they could they could still carry thing so yeah. so are you by carrying a firearm around with you now if this this is not going to go it, let's face the fact it's probably not going to go through right i would assume i would uh, assume knows? lord hope uh, yeah who knows but if if, if if the fact of that they're trying to push it um they, they'll they continue to try to push it they'll continue to do it but so are you is it are you is it going to be considered that you're patrolling because you're carrying a uh, you're carrying a firearm me and dan go to lunch together mm-hmm. there are two individuals both strapped patrolling patrolling
2: patrolling am i That's patrolling what? Patrolling and petroleum. Well, I know that this bill says three or
1: more.
0: So, okay. so me, you, you and, and Dan, and Dan go to lunch to go check out. And Robert obviously, the doll. obviously, obviously, all
2: three <laughs> yeah. of us. All three are all because
0: <laughs> yeah. it's a doll that's a very a, a demonic doll. <laughs> yeah, <a> very <laughs> dangerous doll. <laughs> we're, we're just carrying anyways because we don't want to get killed in screets. <laughs> yeah, right. We'd want to do I that. Don't, yeah. I don't. I don't want a twenty-two Jennings jammed in my back while I'm trying to <laughs> yeah, fill up. Rusty my, Jennings. <laughs> rusty Jennings while I'm trying to fill up my gas pump. But
1: so. it's crazy though because guess what? The people who actually have the switch plates on the back of their Glocks are getting off a of wish dot com. They're shooting these gangs up and doing all these gang wars. They're not getting prosecuted. In fact. They get put in jail. They get released without even no charges pressed. Yeah. It, that's what I'm saying. It's like, is it destruction by design? It's because definitely. it's 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 one of those things that's so overt. It's trying to take away your rights, supporting people who destroy everything, and then also, uh, if you do something to protect yourself or protect your loved ones, they're going to throw the entire book at you. If you do something to
0: protect your to protect not just your loved ones to protect your country. Yeah. At this particular point in time, I stand up for my country. I'm 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 here to, it, I love this place.
1: Yeah, I really do. You got to think about this. If if America goes down, people come to America to escape the rest of the world. Yeah. What happens when Amer- where where are people going to go? Where are you going to escape to?
2: Hmm. Who is the who is the second option that would be okay? What's
1: that? Argentina. That dude. That's uh, the new president of Argentina. Is it Argentina? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He actually just legalized guns again. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we all go there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So people can buy guns
2: now. But it, it doesn't matter because the it's they're they're coming for you anyway. That's the
1: whole point. Yeah. They'll, Maybe we'll be illegal immigrants over there. Ah, hey, come on this boat. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows, man? <laughs> they'll they'll have you before we make it. Actually, the alien brothers will come and get us. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Hey,
0: the, the two homies riding, yeah, in riding picture. gangster style. Hey, uh, they got they got the. They uh, see me rolling. Yeah. <laughs> They got the '89 Buick lean back yeah.
3: <laughs> with the hydraulic. Like, They're
1: like, look out of their spaceship. Like, that's the dude in They're like, who's that dude in a red yeah. like, beanie? Red beanie. <laughs> 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 he
3: red Why's he already got his pants uh, pulled down? Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Probably is like, that was he looks. Fast. He looks important. <laughs> Oh my, oh my gosh! Oh. And he's got a monkey friend. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a monkey friend. Oh man.
3: So I think uh, that it's it's just like it took thousands of years to make a wolf into these dogs that we have. <laughs> yeah. think about it. It's all domestication. Plug, for example, yeah. you know what I mean? If some yeah. of it is through subliminal, like we talked about, mm. all the algorithms. This is what you like. This is what you wear. This is dangerous. This is safe. This is good. What a man is is completely different than what it used to be. And now what the traditional man is is a total threat, and especially if, like, with all the guns and training and all that kind of stuff, it's just like, whoa, you don't fit into this. Like, you need to be this. You need to be walking around in a shopping mall Carrying bags under your arms with clothes and sneakers in it. That's would, acceptable. With your nuts duct taped up yeah. to your butthole. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, no, just remove them. You don't even need yeah, do that. Actually, yeah, that's, a, that's a true. Just remove them. And you could still call yourself a man if you choose to do so. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. The, you remember that um, Nazi thing where it was like they came for. The Jews, and I'm not Jewish, so I didn't say anything. Yeah,
1: dude, then, honestly. Yeah, have yeah. You, is, I think there's a book where they actually talked about the psychology of how that actually happened. Where Police Battalion 101. Yes. Where they Have you read that book? I read it. Dude, so give us a quick premise. I know we're getting kind of long-winded here. Well, on the, I mean, on it's basically average, regular people were
2: coerced by the Nazis to do the most awful atrocities to what, the Jews.
0: What what book is this again so I can write it down?
2: It's called Police Battalion Police 101 Battalion. and uh, it's about a local group of people in Poland that were rounding up and shooting Jews but were regular people who had regular jobs but they were basically put in a position to turn on their own countrymen and, like murder you know by the hundreds Nazis or, or uh, Jews right and so I find it odd about the book that none of these Jews actually fought back. We're, we're talking about one guy with one pistol killing like 65 dudes and having them bury their own – like dig their own trench for their death, and not one single person decided, well, maybe can grab this log and clock them over the head, and maybe we can all gang up on this one dude who's us in us in the back of the head. Like didn't happen. Like nobody resisted. It's like, yo – More than the fact that these people decided that they were going to join the most evil regime regime at the time, these Jews didn't even – I mean they didn't – like they didn't fight back. Like they just dug their own trench, literally digging their own trench to their own death and getting shot in the back of the head and not even putting up a fight. It's like at the very least put up – I mean you're dying anyway, right? Like you might as well do something. So it basically tells that story about how good men can be corrupted, giving them a bunch of drugs, booze, liquoring them up. Following them just, just following orders. Just following orders. That's all I'm doing. Just I have orders, just following my orders. And so be, doing these atrocities under the influence to to honestly drown out the pain of what they were doing is really what it was. Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, and and mustering up the courage to do it. But it's a it's a fascinating book. When people are put under that pressure. When society is put under those limits, people will do anything to survive to save their own rear end. And like I said, my point earlier, we're not even in the worst part of it. And people are already
0: folding like a cheap suit. Yeah. They're already giving all their. Yeah. They're already giving everything away. I mean, yeah. Yeah,
1: That's crazy. I I did hear about in that book how, like, it was like, and all the people, most of the people who did that stuff, those atrocities, weren't psychotic. They weren't killers. They weren't normal.
3: Normal people with families
1: yeah families. families and all that type of stuff so
3: but like that one comment i was making the whole thing was just like there was a whole bunch of people that, like he said they could have resisted it yeah. to fight together but they kept as one group would get singled out they'd be like oh that's not me i'm gonna just keep my head right going exactly. this way and worry about myself yeah and then by the time they got to your group there was no one left to help you fight because exactly. you just left all those other dudes in yeah. the divide and conquer yeah mm-hmm. <sighs> the oldest trick in the book yeah man Brought by the aliens, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) right out of their
1: playbook. (laughs) Uh, Well, guys, thank you again for tuning in on this live. Um, Obviously, uh, the biggest thing is, is you have to become involved. Go seek out training. Make sure that you're not just complacent. Invest in yourself. Talk to your fam- friends and family. If you got something out of this live podcast, share it with somebody. If you know somebody that could actually benefit from this, or should, you know, would would be would benefit from hearing the conversation, share this podcast with them. Especially if they've seen Robert the Doll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Chris, Chris, you know what time it is.
0: Oh yeah, you know what time it is. All right, so first off, let's let's go let's go T-shirt first. T-shirt let's, yep. go, let's see his T-shirt. Let's, let's what see what got? let's see what the T-shirt is. Stretch it out. Stretch it out a little bit. Go step to your step to your uh, your right or your left. Sorry. <laughs> let's I'm, Do it as awkward I'm look, as possible. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: as awkward as possible. So it says Ford's Theater. Oh, you go ahead and read it.
3: Oh, that's beautiful. Uh,
1: it's, it says Ford's Theater. Awful
2: wouldn't recommend <laughs> one star. star. One star. <laughs> one star. Oh, has a picture of Abraham
0: Lincoln. <laughs> so if so. you're
2: a history buff, it's funny and it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty
0: funny. All right. Mm. Uh, all right. You ready for round two? Round two, round two. So best where are we going? Vietnamese.
1: Vietnamese accent. Yep. What it was Japanese, it's gonna be the same.
0: No, all right. No, so no. All give right. me your best Vietnamese. So
1: you have to tell the uh let's see. Um, I want you to say the "good men create hard times" that speech, but in this accent. I feel like Vietnamese is more erratic. It's like more, it's more it's harsh, more rubber bandy.
2: Good men create <laughs> bad times. Why are you yelling? I feel like it's more, you know, harsher. Like they're more aggressive. <laughs> All
1: right, go ahead. You finish.
2: Bad times create good men. <laughs>
1: So, what did you think, guys? Is that great? Or yeah, is a, yeah, a great? I'm pretty <laughs> sure you could have led the best bonsai charge.
4: <laughs>
1: oh. oh, my goodness. All right. Well, yeah. guys, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Next week, we'll be doing a live again on Wednesday at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Guys, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure. We'll see you on the next one.